Today we have the pleasure to interview Owen Postmora, co-host of the podcast Universal Basic Income, to talk about that, Universal Basic Income. Thank you very much, Owen, for, for accepting this interview. And it's an honor for me and for my podcast to, to have you here. Sure, thanks for bringing me on. Which was the first experiment of universal basic income in the American continent? So, I think you would go back to the 70s, actually, or starting in the 60s. Um, there were experiments sponsored by the Nixon administration. Um, and uh, to go back even just a little bit further than that, in Nixon's re-election, uh, both he and his, his Democratic opponent had basic income plans as part of their platform, and the movement was gaining a lot of momentum. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was also a big proponent. And so at the time, the debate was more around what a basic income would look like in the United States. Um, and there were some, some objections, some concerns from some politicians. So instead of going forward with the full basic income, they decided to do some experiments. And so there were a few around the country, um, and they did in, in different areas, some cities, some more rural areas. Um, and they had at a few different targets. Uh, some were at you know, sort of working age people, some were at families. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to know if people would quit their jobs and if there were other effects that we should be aware of. Uh, the the work element of it was, I think, the most, the thing they were most concerned about. They're worried that getting unconditional cash, you just stop working. Uh, that did not pan out. People, by and large, kept their jobs. And uh, and the results were, were quite positive. There were some reports, which were later disputed at the time, uh, or disputed later, that uh, basic income recipients uh, saw their divorce rate go up. Um, and that was politically very um, difficult for the, the movement to, to maintain and the experiments kind of stalled out at that point and, and basic income. The, the, the discussion sort of died around that point. Um, so it didn't, it didn't really succeed, right? Well, the experiments had good results, but in terms of creating a basic income in the United States, no, they, mm -hmm. they did not succeed on that front. And which are the most recent experiments in the United States and Canada? And can you tell me a little bit about the results? Um, results are mostly still still forthcoming, uh -huh. uh, but I, I can lay out some of what's going on right now. Yeah. Uh, so in Ontario, up in Canada, there is an experiment that's going on right now, which is actually about to be phased out. Um, But that was a, it's a basic income experiment of, I think, a couple thousand people are receiving it mm -hmm. um, in three different cities there. And it's in the form of essentially a negative income tax where the recipients are, are getting it, um, they, they get a certain level minus 50% of their income. So eventually they stop receiving it if they earn a certain amount. Uh -huh. And, um, and that the, in terms of, results that we can analyze we don't have anything too official just because 
it's still ongoing, but there is a project right now called Humans of Basic Income that's just getting personal stories from people. It's based on the Humans of New York uh, mm-hmm. project, if you're aware of that, um, where people are just, you know, in, in a sentence or a paragraph saying what receiving a basic income has meant to them. There are a lot of very powerful stories there. So in terms of data, I think that's mostly what we have from Ontario is this, these kind of anecdotal reports. Um, and I'll also throw in that the experiment is being canceled just because a new government came in that is ideologically opposed to the idea of basic income. It's not as re- it's not a, a result of the experiments themselves, similar to Finland, where they yeah. didn't, the experiment was, was ended uh, or they decided not to continue it past its initial schedule um, uh, just before they got the results. It was just uh, something where the government, a new government came in that was not mm-hmm. so into the idea of basic income. So that's Ontario. Um, in terms of what else is going on, um, I'm not sure if any has started actually giving out cash just yet. There's going to be one in Stockton, California. There, there is one that's, that's uh, still giving out cash. Anyway, the one in Stockton, California, which should be starting sometime this year, mm-hmm. um, and that I believe will be around 500 people receiving um, some cash assistance, and that is funded by a group called the Economic Security Project, and that'll be studying, you know, like sort of your the, the most obvious things you might think of, like health and you know um, whether people continue working if they get new work, but also it's very the project is very interested in collecting people's stories. What does basic income mean on a human level? Mm-hmm. Um, there's another group called Y Combinator, uh, and they are. Um, they did a pilot project at Oakland, which was actually quite small. Uh, that was just to get a sense of the logistics around giving people cash, uh, both in terms of how does one, you know, how do you transfer cash from, from the organization to a person in a, a smooth, regular way? And also, does it interfere with benefit systems, that kind of thing? Um, that pilot project is leading up to a much larger experiment that'll take place over a few years, mm-hmm. and that'll be in two different U.S. states. Um, I think one's in people, and they are still in the process, I believe, of uh, collecting funding to make that happen. I think they want it to be fully funded before they go ahead with it so they can ensure that they do everything they want to do. Uh, The city of Chicago also Mm -hmm. recently created a basic income task force uh, to give $1,000 a month to 1,000 people to... Um, both study the results and and think about how that might scale up to a state or to the entire country. Um, and the last one I'll mention is called the Magnolia Mother's Trust. Um, that is uh, just with a, a small group of women um, in um, in Mississippi, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and this is just sort of a it's not so much a randomized control experiment. It's more just a, a small group there where they'll be studied more on a narrative anecdotal level. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have a question. So those are the ones I'm yeah. There's more kind of popping up. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. So all these, all these ideas that have to do with a universal basic income and with basic income are always experiments, right? There is no specific measure, political measure to, settle this idea as a part of uh, legislation, right? It's, everything is like experiment, everything is experimental, everything is like to study their results. 
Right. In terms of legislation, mm-hmm. um, there are some uh, people in, in Congress in the U.S., uh, many of whom are running for president or thinking about running for president, who have introduced things that are not basic income and are not they're not called basic income, but have some elements to it. So there's some like um, cash assistance for working people. Um, there's uh, what a couple senators introduced. It's essentially a child allowance. Another one introduced a baby bond where you would uh, have a fund that you would get access to, I think, when you turn 18. Um, and a couple others have introduced renter's assistance, mm-hmm. which is basic. But things that are direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Ah, okay, because I just lost connection for a, min- for a moment. Um, mm, yeah. <coughs> so all these politicians you're talking about are probably from the Democratic Party, right? That's correct, though there's one, and actually I, I forgot my favorite one, that has, does have some bipartisan support. Um, <laughs> yeah. Though I think not a lot, but there are, the idea of a carbon dividend is something there where some Republicans will get on board. That's the idea of putting a price on carbon, whether that's carbon use or carbon extraction, and um, the resulting revenue from that would just be distributed to, um, to, to every, every person in the state or the country mm-hmm. where it's happening. There's a federal bill that's been introduced around that, and also I think the state of Maryland is now uh-huh. starting to, to contemplate that. And that's an idea that will get some bipartisan support uh, because there are Republicans who... Um, recognize some need to do something about climate change, but would rather just do it through the market than through more a more government-controlled system. But yeah, by and large, these are Democratic bills with Democratic co-sponsors, mm-hmm. and I don't know if any have a Republican co-sponsor. The legislation in the United States is different, can be different in every state, right? So will this be like a national law or like a national, well, yeah, a national measure? On, on the legislation and, and um, a lot of what's being proposed right now is yeah. our national programs um, and they might have different effects in different states especially rental insurance or sorry renter, renter assistance um, you know I live in a part of the country where rent is very very expensive yeah. so you're someone here uh, the renter, insur- renter assistance would be very high whereas other parts not so much um, so there may be differing effects depending on the program uh, but most of what's being proposed is at the federal level, at least for these federal legislatures. These, um, the ones who are running for president are are mostly national figures um, who can propose legislation for the entire country. That said, the stuff that's more likely to pass would be at the state level. Mm-hmm. So like said, the state of Maryland is thinking about um, doing something with a carbon dividend. A couple other states have gotten close to doing that idea. Um California looks like our, our new governor is going to propose something along, maybe like a um, child assistance or you know a, a child allowance, something along those lines. So states are don't have the the budget to work with that the federal government does, but are much more able to actually pass legislation and pass ambitious programs mm-hmm. like this because there's a lot more unified government at that level. Mm-hmm. Do you think people in the United States know about universal basic income in general? Uh, oh, I think a decent number of people have at least heard of the idea. Probably not a lot 
know mm-hmm. a ton about it. And also, I, you know, I'm, I'm a bit biased. I, I'm from, you know, or I live in the Bay Area where yeah. <laughs> probably a lot more people know about it here than they would, you know, in other parts of the country. I'd say if you pulled the entire country, um, you know, certainly less than half of people, uh-huh. I think, would have heard about the idea at all or have heard much about it. Uh, it's certainly gaining um, it recognition um, more and more so, but I think if you just yeah, stop a random American on the street and ask them if they've heard about universal basic income, you know, sometimes people will have heard all about it and will tell you all about it, and some, but often not. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think this uh, measure could be the solution to poverty in the country? Uh, I think we can get there. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I think it... I think it's certainly possible. I mean, I think that's what a lot of yeah. the research we have on basic income has shown is that what makes people poor is that they don't have money. And it's not generally a lot more complicated than that. You, if the, the solution to poverty is cash. And so I think it's certainly at a policy level, it's quite possible to, uh, if not completely end poverty, then to get pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms politically is, is, you know, it's a whole different discussion, but, um, but yeah, I think that's, that's the great promise of basic, basic income is that you can eliminate or for nearly eliminate poverty. Um, it's just a matter of, of making it happen, of passing laws and, um, and at the state level where, where it could be more likely to pass, it would be harder to get to that level of actually ending poverty, mm-hmm. um, At the federal level, there is the budget to do $1,000 a month per person. Mm-hmm. At a state level, um, it's possible but difficult. You'd more likely be looking at either a targeted program or something that's more in the hundreds of dollars a month. Mm-hmm. So, according to, yeah, to your response, I think we could say probably like maybe universal basic income is not the solution to inequality, but probably could end poverty, right? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and it, it will raise the floor, but the, the ceiling is still quite high, you could say. Mm-hmm. How will the universal basic income be funded in the United States? Taxes, maybe? Yeah, um, most likely some form of taxation. The one mm-hmm. I'm most interested in right now is through a carbon tax. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, like we have actually a presidential candidate who is trying to make himself more well-known to the rest of the country named Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. who's proposing uh, primarily through um, a value-added tax, which a lot of other countries have and, and we do not. Uh, so that, that could be an income source. Some people would propose um, uh, uh, income tax on high earners or a wealth tax. Um, other people propose something that the state of Alaska here actually does something where yeah. they take the funds from their... Um, leasing their oil lands yeah. that they get from oil companies and invest that and then distribute it as a dividend uh, every year. And that's something where you could take national resources and say mm-hmm. the, the money we get from this is everyone's money. Mm-hmm. Um, a land value tax, I should throw in, is another one that is all philosophically along similar lines and is another idea that's very popular in the basic income space. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it would be through various forms of taxation, most likely. Um, maybe not entirely, but those are, but yeah, probably the, that would be the, the base of it. Thank you very much, Owen. It's been a pleasure for me to, to have you here and, um, we keep in touch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks so much for bringing me on. Bye, Owen. Thank you. All right. Great. Thank you. 